Alrighty, ladies and gentlemen, in this episode, we're going to be talking about the vaccine of hope. And we're also going to be talking about the absolute BS of a stimulus package that Congress went ahead and tried to approve. But Donald Trump is going to veto it. Let's get into it. What's up, guys? Hey, welcome to the Chris Tubbs Show. I am your host, Chris Tubbs. It is so good to see you guys. Happy Wednesday. Hump day. Yeah. All right, guys. Let's go ahead and get into this thing. Uh, Hey, I am actually not at my house, not in my hometown right now. I am in Tennessee, and we drove... Two days to go ahead and get here, and we're going to be here for the next maybe five, six more days for Christmas. So, uh, Merry Christmas and Merry freaking Christmas and Happy New Year to all of you guys. Uh, let's go ahead and get right into this episode. Um, first, I want to go ahead and, and start with a video that I saw on Twitter. So here you go. This vaccine is very meaningful to me. It's very important to me. Um, as a nurse working in the emergency department here at Valley Stream, as a healthcare worker, seeing what we saw, people clinging on to life, death after death, having endured all at the same time, illness of my father-in-law, being severely ill myself, 36 days of my father being in the intensive care unit here. This vaccine is hope. It's hope that we will cease this pandemic. It's hope that we will live a better life. We should not be afraid of obtaining the vaccine. We need to be afraid of COVID because it definitely changes people's lives and it takes and destroys life. Yeah. So for the people just listening to the audio, if you didn't see, man, there were a lot, uh, there was just a lot of, of fear really on the screen because of all the, the cases and the deaths and everything that CNN is trying to portray to you about this vaccine. And one thing that stuck out to me that this woman was talking about, this nurse, she was saying that this vaccine gives hope and we don't need to be afraid of the vaccine we need to be afraid of the coronavirus and i i got it wasn't just it wasn't frustrated it was just more like what the frick man that kind of that kind of feeling and and so for the reason the reason why I was feeling that way is because you know from as a believer whenever I hear 
somebody else say that this certain thing is giving them hope or is their hope and we need to be afraid of something else. What she was portraying is absolute manipulation. And the only hope that I have is really Jesus. And the reason why I say that, okay, and I'll give you a little bit of background of why I'm saying that. Uh, it says in the Bible that we have everything that pertains to life and godliness. And so for me, from the very beginning, from the very beginning of all this China virus stuff, I I downplayed the heck out of it. And the reason why I downplayed the heck out of it is because I saw what the media was portraying about this virus, and they were just pumping out fear, pumping it out, and they were trying to get everybody else to bow down to what they were trying to say. And I guess what? It actually, it worked for a lot of people. But in the beginning, I said, if you believe the hype of what this virus is doing, then you're the sucker. And that might come off maybe a little bit of insensitive. But the reason why I said that is because for me, as a believer, I believe that I am completely healed in Jesus. And so... I really don't worry about health. I don't worry about um, other things. And, you know, I, I understand that there's other people that do have health problems and they are fighting those battles and they are fighting with COVID and everything. But that's not my point. My point is, is that there's already a hope in this world for people. And that is Jesus. Okay. So I, 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 that was my background. That was my reasoning for saying that this is just to me complete nonsense, you know, and the fact, the fact that CNN is grabbing other people and, and wanting to use their story, their perspective or whatever to fear monger people is stupid. Is stupid. If, if you're, and the reason why I watch CNN is just to get the other perspective of what they're trying to portray. Okay, I, I get two different perspectives. I get uh, the far right side. I get the far left side. I get everything in the middle. You know, because I want to see what the heck each side is trying to say, and then I'll grab my own personal view of it. So, you know. Me personally, I'm not going to go ahead and get this vaccine. And the reason why is for the reasons that I was talking about before is I believe I don't need it. And I think the other reason why I don't want to go ahead and get this thing is because honestly, I just, I don't even really trust what's inside of it. You know, even if even if Trump goes ahead and, and gets this vaccine and says that it's safe and stuff like that, I don't trust that. It's not that I don't trust him. It's I don't really trust the big pharma. And I think there's a difference there. You know, and I, I, I think there are a lot of people that uh, agree 
with the sense of they just don't trust of what's been put in past vaccines, you know? And so you, you got this, you got this war really between people really just uh, of fighting different belief systems in everybody else. And so if, if you want to go ahead and you want to get the vaccine, that's fine. That, uh, that is your choice, you know? For me, I would love to see this thing not mandated for this thing to not be forced onto people. I mean, there's been allegedly, uh, you know, rumors or, or, you know, sayings that Walmart is going to force people to get the vaccine in order for them to even shop at their stores and stuff like that, you know, and I, uh, I just won't shop there, really. But you know that that's going to be my my choice. And so, are there people that would actually benefit from this vaccine? I, I think so. I, I think so. But I think that, and this is my entire gripe with the CNN story, is that they're using fear to manipulate people to getting this vaccine, which is stupid. You know, it should be a choice on behalf of the person, you know, it should be a choice on behalf of the person to get it or to not. And if you are listening to this, if you're watching this and you're saying, yeah, you know, Chris, I want to go ahead and get it for maybe because I want to go to school and I want to go ahead and want to travel to the outside world. Like, I understand that point of view. I totally understand that point of view. And um, I, I think I think for you, if you're maybe on the fence of this, you're just going to have to look at maybe the pros and cons of this, maybe get a little bit more details as far as what is inside of it. Uh, consult your doctors, consult people that you trust that, uh, you know, aren't silenced really. And if you feel like it is something safe for you, if you feel like it is something that you think will be okay, then go for it, you know? So yeah, that, that is my entire thing with what I've seen from CNN and really just the MSM is just the the manipulation that they they try to do with this and uh, especially with this whole China virus thing. So, yeah. But hey, if you guys have any questions regarding any of the que- uh, topics that I cover on to this podcast or really just maybe even about life in general or something like that, you guys can go ahead and email me at my email at T H E C H R I S T U B B S. That is the Chris Tubbs at gmail.com. Once again, that is the Chris Tubbs at gmail.com. You guys can go ahead and email me there and ask me anything. Uh, uh, maybe it could be related to what a certain podcast is talking about, or maybe it's about certain questions uh, about 
what's going on in the world. If it's about you trying to get wallpapers from me, I'm going to just completely ignore that. That is what Instagram is for. And if you are watching this and you're wondering where the heck your wallpapers are still, I'm getting to them. So please be patient with me in that. I am just trying to filter out some of questions that people will have uh, regarding anything that I cover on my TikTok videos, on my podcasts, and I want to bring it into a specific space so I can answer those questions. And we'll, we'll go ahead and we'll answer those questions on here. And I think it'll be uh, a great way to interact with you guys as well. So once again, that is the Chris Tubbs at gmail.com. Okay. All right. So let's go ahead and I want to go get into the, uh, the overall view of the stimulus BS package. So I want to show a video of Donald Trump. Uh, talking about it, and here it is. I'm asking Congress to amend this bill and increase the ridiculously low $600 to $2,000 or $4,000 for a couple. I'm also asking Congress to immediately get rid of the wasteful and unnecessary items from this legislation and to send me a suitable bill or else the next administration will have to deliver a COVID relief package and maybe that administration will be me, and we will get it done. Thank you very much. My man, Donald J. Trump. Donnie. Donnie boy. T. That guy, <laughs> he doesn't give an F about what other people think. I absolutely love what he said. I, and this is something I hoped that Donald Trump would do. You know, this was actually breaking uh, Tuesday night. He was he sent this video out, and he talked about this. He said, look, any, the, the things that are in this stimulus package is complete BS. And so if you don't know what this in, stimulus package is, and it maybe is a little weird jargon for you, it's a it's a relief bill, uh, a sense of bailouts for the entire country, for the people, for businesses and stuff like that to help stimulate the economy. And that is going to help people to it, – it's part of giving people money so they can go ahead and keep this economy going, keep everything working. And so um, that is what Congress – has gone ahead and tried to bring forth for the American people. And so Donald Trump, just the the absolute badass that he is, went ahead and said, this is a, a disgrace. This is an absolute disgrace to the American people. And what I like is he, he always has this mentality of America first, right? He is the president of the United States, the ultimate... Uh, law enforcer of the United States. He wants to go ahead and protect America, and so he wants he wants to see some of these these foreign aids go ahead and be maybe reduced or taken out entirely, and he wants everything to go back into America. He wants it for the people, and so that's what he was saying. He's saying. 
hey, man, we should go ahead, instead of $600 checks, we should go ahead and give them more. Give them like 2000 Give them two grand. Why not? Help these people out. And it's a bummer that we're even in this place. In the f- because if you look at one of my new favorite governors of this uh, entire year that I've seen just be a complete awesome badass is Governor Christy Noem. And I love what she stands for, what she put in place for her people in the great state of South Dakota. She said, no, we're not going to lock down. We're not going to mandate these masks. I'm going to trust my people to make the decisions for themselves to be responsible. And we're going to go ahead and keep living our lives. And I thought that was absolutely perfect. Because just like with the things that I said before, talking about this China virus, she wasn't afraid. Yeah, she was she was cautious and she took some necessary steps to help her people, help the vulnerable, uh the the elderly. They she took those steps to help them. And and that's I believe the one of the best ways that you can go about this. And so she didn't take uh she didn't she didn't take it, you know, she had to take some of the funding from the original CARES Act back in uh the spring of this year. But she used it for to help promote South Dakota. You know, say, hey, come come live here. Come move here. We got some great things going and stuff like that. You know, this is a great place to be. But, you know, she talked about at the Student Action uh, Summit that she was one of the only states in America that had a, you know, positive uh, budget at the end of the year. I, and I thought that was incredible. She handled this entire... Uh, China virus, this entire pandemic, pandemic, correctly. So, going back to what Donald Trump was saying, he's saying, guys, we need to really prioritize America first. We really need to prioritize the people of America because that's who's hurting. He's like, he wants more funding to go to the small businesses. He wants to help them. He wants to give more money to the people. And I absolutely agree with the fact that he wants to help the people first. Because when you are giving Pakistanians money to do studies on gender, what the frick, man? You, you got to be absolutely kidding me. Congress, this is absolute BS. I'm, I'm talking to you directly, Congress. We voted you guys in. And we can get you the hell out. We really can. So you guys need to freaking fix this. The Mitch McConnells, the Nancy Pelosi's, the Chuck Schumer's. Get your freaking crap together. Because what you're displaying to the American people, the people that voted you in, is that you don't care about us. You don't care. And that is an absolute disgrace. Really, your guys' behavior is an absolute disgrace. You need to get it together. Because this is for America. We need... 
we need to take a care we need to take care of America first before we go ahead and take care of other nations. More money needs to be put into America before any other nation. And so go ahead and, and just get this thing together. We need to we need to we need to redo this entire bill. There needs to be more money put into the people. The people. Now, I, I don't necessarily th- think that the, the federal government should p- really pay for um, the, the bailouts. I honestly think it should be the governors that went ahead and locked down uh, the individual businesses. The the Ga- Gavin Newsom's of the world and the Andrew Cuomo's the the absolute radical people and even some of the Republican governors that have been shutting down businesses, small businesses. I think that they should pay for what the hell they've done to the small businesses. It's an absolute disgrace, you know. And this is <laughs> one of my friends made a really great point and said that. Are they, uh, why are they not thinking of the sense of that our taxes go to them? That's how they get paid. And so if these small businesses are being shut down, how are they going to eventually get paid? And it's actually from, you know, the, the, everybody's getting paid from a lot of these relief bills and stuff like that. But eventually you can't, you can't just keep coming up with uh, these, these bills you know, you can't just keep coming up with these new stimulus packages and stuff like that. You can't keep doing that. So eventually they have to open up. And I, I want America to open up fully. Don't do any lockdowns. Don't ma- mandate any masks. Go the Florida route. Go the South Dakota route where they're not mandating these things, you know, and get rid of these damn health officials that think that they have the apps, the the jurisdiction to shut down businesses. That's complete bullshit. I'm just saying it. It's complete bullshit. Need to freaking get your act together. And really, America needs to just stand up. The people of America need to just stand up and grab some, uh, get some, get some balls, and just go after this thing. You know, and stand up for truth and for liberty. Anyway, let's go. Let's let's wrangle back into what we're talking about—the stimulus bill. And so, Trump wants to go ahead and he 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 he's going to veto this thing if unless they can go ahead and figure out a bigger, uh, better stimulus package for um, the people of America. And so I, I thought that was that was really cool. And so what I did is I went back into history. I looked at certain historical documents or uh, times of America where th- these bills, these bailouts, have been put into place. And one one significant time period really stuck out to me. Okay, we're gonna go ahead and um, <clears throat> I, I I was looking at a, a time period in. 1792, uh, in the month of February. Okay. And at this time, there was this bill that was being proposed. There was this bill being proposed for 
to help stimulate the codfish industry in Massachusetts. And so they were they were debating this thing and they were wanting to put it underneath uh, two certain clauses, the commerce clause obviously and then they wanted to go ahead and put it underneath the general welfare clause. And so if you don't know that's in section 1 article 8 of the constitution and they talk about uh bringing uh, providing the common defense of the people and talking about helping the general welfare okay and so i'm going to go ahead and put on my glasses i'm going to go and read these specific bill or the the speeches from one very significant Founding Father James Madison on the codfish bills. Okay, so you're going to go ahead and look it on your screen. And for the audience or the audio people, I'm going to go ahead and read this to you guys. Uh, just a portion of what James Madison was talking about because I think this is very, very significant. And this, this is where I think America has gone wrong. Well, and Congress has gone wrong. So let me give you a little bit of context. So James Madison is talking about the the Congress putting this bill underneath the general welfare clause. Okay, and this these are some of these he's uh, his thoughts on that. So he says there are consequences, sir, still more extensive, which as they follow clearly from the doctrine combated or combated, it must either be admitted or the doctrine must be given up. If Congress can apply money indefinitely to the general welfare. And there are sole and supreme judges of the general welfare. They may take care of religion into their own hands. They may establish teachers in each state, county, parish, and pay them out of public treasury. They may take into their own hands the education of children, establishing in like manner schools throughout the union. They may assume provision of the poor. They may undertake the regulation of all roads, other than post roads, in short, everything. From the highest object of state legislation down to the most minute object of police would be thrown under the power of Congress. For every object I have mentioned would omit the application of money and might be called, if Congress pleased, provisions for the general welfare. And so right there, what he was talking about, he's saying, guys, if we put anything underneath the general welfare clause, then we're, Congress will have essentially unlimited power with their money. You know, in the founding fathers wanted to go ahead and set up a limited government. They wanted certain jurisdictions put in place for the government. Because they've seen, they saw what tyrannical government does. They've seen what government with unlimited power a power can do to people. It ruins them. And so they, they wanted America to be uh, set in boundaries within their branches of government. And this was really a loophole that they saw, you know, 10 plus years later after America was put into place, they're saying, well, we want to help the general welfare of the codfish industry. You know, 
and, and the thing about the general welfare is that it needs to be for everybody. Okay. When you are trying to bail out a certain individual or group, then you're not doing it for the general welfare. You're doing it for that specific group. And so that's what he was talking about. That's what James Madison was talking about in this speech. In his speech, he's saying, guys, you can't do this or you're going to abuse the powers of Congress. And I think that's what you're seeing. I think that's what you're seeing in today's world is you're seeing, you're seeing Congress put these things underneath that clause and saying, oh, we can do whatever we want, which is not true. There are certain limitations to what the government can do. And honestly, us as American citizens, we've let them do it. We've, we voted them in and then we went along with what they did because, well, we trusted them. We put them in there, right? And they should be trustworthy because we thought they were great. We thought they were going to follow through with what they told, told us they were going to do, right? And so I think one of the most important things that we can help to prevent stuff like this from ever happening again is we need to read up on our constitutions. We need to look at the some of the the founding documents that the fa- uh, founding fathers use in their in their debates in in their thinking for this great country. And so it's it, it's it's a thing that Benjamin Franklin said. He said, "It's a republic if you can keep it." And I don't know about you, but I want to keep this country great. I want to limit the government even more with their spending and their certain laws and statutes and everything like that. I want to keep America great, and I want to keep the American people free. So my encouragement to you after seeing all this you know, is to continue to read your Constitution. Continue to read your Constitution. Look at the original intent of what the Founding Fathers wanted for our country. And I think you're going to be very surprised on the things that you find. So with that, guys, go ahead. And uh, if you guys haven't already, thank you so much for listening. Subscribe to this episode. Subscribe to my podcast. Share it with everybody else because I think this is great information. And with that, guys, go ahead and continue to be you. And God bless America. America.